I'm not hostile. Do I seem hostile to anybody? Welcome to Ear Seduction. I'm your host, Paul Schilling. Today, I questioned the Minnesota misanthrope on a few of his positions that uh, were discussed in previous podcasts, but also privately offline. And uh, I'm looking basically to just sort of clarify his position so I have a firm understanding of where he's coming from. Now, this would normally be reserved for like, you know, special guests or for interviews, but uh, not having any special guests or interviewers or interviewees, I was hoping to get into these kinds of conversations, uh, as you know, if you've been listening. And so uh, I went with the Minnesota Misanthrope. Um, you'll notice that on accident, <laughs> and listening back to it, uh, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I said irregardless probably three or four times. So obviously I meant irrespective <laughs> or some other word, right? Irregardless is a nonsensical word. Uh, so please pardon my ignorance. But um, perhaps you'll also notice that it starts off a little bit rocky, but then we get into some of the particulars and we both sort of settle in to a personal narrative that starts to become a conversation, which was the entire goal. So if you've been paying attention in the show, you'll recognize that having these types of conversations is a goal of mine. And if you've also, again, if you've been listening and if you haven't, I highly recommend that you go through season one of Ear Seduction from the first episode to the last episode, because I have what I hope is a fairly engaging uh, narrative about what it's like to produce a podcast, not having any information to start with, not having any experience, and just having what I hope is a voice. Not even knowing that, really. Not even knowing if what I have to say is worth hearing. But here we are. Episode 14 of Season 1. But back to my point, if you go back into the other episodes, you'll find that I'm looking to expand my social network, specifically as it pertains to having conversations like this. Now, after listening to this conversation, I think you'll understand a little bit more of why I wanted to reach out to more people. Um, there's just such diversity in thought that it requires me to engage more often with different kinds of people. And that is going to be a goal that I have here moving forward. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode. This is the season one, the early episodes, the early recordings of Ear Seduction. And now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome my co-host, Mr. Monocane himself, Minnesota's own, the Midwest Misanthrope. 
but I had based on one of our other conversations, um, just like some basic questions that I was going to ask you. That if you recall, we were having some discussions on like um, human rights and such, and I just wanted to like try to understand what your thoughts were on it and what your views were, and kind of pin some of that stuff down because I think there was some confusion in the last conversation we had about human rights. If you recall, we were talking about prison prisoners' rights and stuff like that in relationship to Iran. Yeah, that's too. I wasn't talking about Iran. I was just talking about human rights. No, I don't want to add the topic because it, it, the reason why is because um, you well, were... Just to be clear, I'm not relating it to Iran, though. But we were the last time it trickled into that. So that's why I'm in my position right now. Uh, if it starts going towards the direction of, let's take Iran, for example, in relationship to the prison system, which when you... That's what that's what my issue was. I know. I understand. I remember you telling me. And I don't, I don't plan on going into that. I was just going to ask you some basic questions because you had said a couple of things that made me think about what you were saying and I was I'm confused about your position but like I said if you don't want to talk about it at all that's fine but I don't plan on talking about how prisoners in Iran have anything in common so all right so frame it up for me man you know you obviously want to talk about this so what's well, if he, okay well I mean if you don't want to talk about it though that's fine we can talk about something else I mean dude I I can honestly you know give you shit about this topic I think I, I don't know how many times I get dated but if you want to revisit it I'm not going to shut the door on you as long as you provide the framing of it, what you're trying to make it clear. You talk about human rights in the prison system. That's, you know. I'm just going to talk about basic. It's going to be even more basic than that. It's not going to be specifically in the prison system. All right. So now it's not in the prison system. Make sure to frame it. I am framing it. Uh, so do you think that people have human rights? Do you think that all human beings have basic human rights? No, because the reason why is because the Human Rights Act was brought up uh, for the, and actually some of the countries opted out. Not all <laughs> All are following this thing that was created, even though already. <clears throat> so I can honestly say I don't think that all everybody has human rights. I don't. Okay, so irregardless of whether they decided to sign up, like different countries or whatever decided to sign up, you personally don't think that people have human rights. I, I know, I know, people don't because not all countries signed up to be in human rights. So you're asking me to disregard that information and continue on. I'm asking you. What I'm asking you is what's like. If you personally believe that we have human rights, like, for instance, if you do, then whichever countries didn't sign up for it, you would disagree with them. You would disagree with them not signing up. You would say they should have signed up. Or if you don't, then you don't under then you don't think that anybody should have signed up for this whatever it was. Yeah, I think I think the paradox is the fact that some countries didn't sign up is the display of their right not to um, commit to the, the human rights. Um, right, but I'm asking you what you think. I understand that there are countries that didn't sign up, but I'm not worried about other countries. I'm, I'm worried, I'm asking what you think about human rights. What I think about human rights? Yeah, if, if we have human rights or if we don't have human rights as people. Yeah, here again, I think some do, some don't. Okay, so some people have human rights and some people don't have human rights. Yeah. I think I think the actual act of, of human rights is something that uh, not everybody can necessarily access. So because of that, I, I, I do feel that you know everybody should have human rights. That I, when in the area in which I in which I live, uh, I do feel that some people are under the guise of human rights, but they don't necessarily. Uh, that's not necessarily the case. 
uh, they don't they're not they don't have the same human rights that I as a U.S. citizen have within the country. And, and you don't think that they should? I, I I just I can't speak for them. So I don't. Well, I'm not asking you to speak for them. I'm asking, what do you think? Do you think that other people have all the same rights that you have? No. And you don't think that they should? I just see that they don't. So you won't answer that question. You don't think they should? I, I won't answer that question because I feel it's up to them to decide. So if people don't have human rights, would it be would it be all right to are you saying that there's a certain group of people that it would be okay if like let's say we enslaved them? Uh no. Why would it be wrong to enslave people then? Because if, I, if they don't have human rights. Because there's there's uh there's no reason to consider the idea of what's working for me is going to work for you. If you don't want to, you don't have to. So they do have the right. They have the right not to have human rights, absolutely. If that's no, that's the, that's, that's, that's not what you just said that if they if you take a population of people that you've you've identified as saying they they've decided not to have human rights right then what's the problem with us enslaving them i don't know you tell me well it's not that's not my logic i don't i think everybody has the same inalienable human rights good for you man but i'm i'm trying to understand your position so you're saying some people don't have human rights unfortunately they don't they didn't they didn't read the piece of paper that was created with the doctrine their government which was our system at play that we're not doing this. So, so you think that the government provides human rights and people don't have human rights separate from the government? I think the whole idea of human rights was created by the government and uh, was accepted by other government systems. And that's, that's the origins of the, the sprawl of human rights. Stop it. Okay. Am I wrong? Is that not what happened? Um, I, I mean, if you're saying that people don't have human rights apart from their government, it was it was a concept created by the government. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, I don't agree with that, but that that's just very interesting to me. So you think that human rights are given to the popula a population of people based on their government? So like if Wisconsin decided to enslave half of their population and they made that a law, you wouldn't see any problem with that. You wouldn't you wouldn't think that somebody's rights were being taken away or, or that there would be any ethical or moral issue with that? I just fall back on the whole the whole concept of human rights was created by politicians and then was brought forth in a world scale to other politicians. And this is this is this is the concept of human rights. This is where it came from. That's what I'm saying. So this whole, this whole process of everybody either chimed in or, or didn't. And uh, there were some that did not chime in. So when I'm asked the question, you believe all people to have human rights? I, I answer by saying no. Not everybody does because these governments that said no uh, don't practice this whole concept of human rights. So they so, have opted out of the process. So I can say no. Everybody, not everybody deserves human rights because these systems in play that control their, their people are not using the system of human rights. And I, that's not even that's not even my personal opinion. That's just what's happening. Right. So, I understand that there are communities that don't uphold human rights as part of their society. So when you ask me, do I think that those societies should include human rights. I'm also I, I, I respond by saying they, they don't they don't acknowledge it. So I don't I don't have I don't have a horse in the game to tell them whether they should or should they're they're not acknowledging anything that I'm under. So if you were in a society, if Minnesota decided to take away human rights, the politicians voted or did whatever they do and they opted out of the human rights 
policy that we have here and they adopted a different policy that didn't take your human rights into account, you would be okay with that? It wouldn't have to even be a thing to consider because it would never happen. Well, why not consider it just for the sake of this discussion? Because it's not there. I mean, you can, you can, because we can move it around, we can move the goalposts as much as we want to. I'm not moving the goalposts. I'm just putting you in that position to find out if that would be, if you would have a problem with that. If, if you're, you're saying that human rights are given to you by the government and it's something that the government came up with and then implements. Yeah. And that means it could be taken away by the government. The government implemented it first, right? And then that's why we all follow the, the guys of uh, human rights. Because we live in a country, and when I say we all, I mean the United States, which we're residing in, follow yeah. That's where we live. So when you say if the government then way, you're, you're basically saying the government for some reason then is going to go ahead and not acknowledge itself. Well, if part of the foundation to take that away, and then what would happen then? And honestly, I, I just kind of like, well, why are we even talking about the concept of human rights then? Because basically, what the government structure is based on, it would never do that. Well, if it, the point is, is that if the government, if if what you're saying is true, then the government decides whether or not we have human rights. And in this particular point in time. Our government has decided that we do have human rights. But that doesn't mean that they couldn't decide to take those rights away. If the government is the actual body that decides whether or not we have human rights, why couldn't they decide to take it away? Other governments have. Why couldn't our government take it away? Which which government implemented human rights and then took it away? It happens all the time in, in countries that get like overtaken by a dictator, for instance, or a, a theologian. They'll, they'll start repressing human rights of other people. So... You know, for a decade, the country is, let's just say, Sunni, and then the next decade, it's Shia. And so while it was Sunni, the Shias are being repressed, and while it's a Shia, the Sunnis are being repressed. And, or, and, and this country didn't have universal human rights for a long time when we had slaves. Yeah, but I believe that this that the, the Human Rights Act, though, was created, wasn't it created after slavery? Well, it was, it was, it was part of abolishing slavery, but the amendment was specifically for slavery. Slavery. We had all men are created equal in our constitution, and we had slaves. Yeah, but then, so, then the Rights Act, though, came after that, though. No, the human rights, the First yeah. Amendment and our basic code of human rights was in the constitution from the beginning. We had slaves, and then we had the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery specifically. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not arguing that case. I'm, I'm, I'm going back to the human rights, the, the origins of the creation of human rights, and, uh, you know, I, it was created later on after slavery was no no it was created when the country was created no we we had slaves and then we had the 13th amendment which specifically abolished slavery human rights was something that was created basically kind of like the, it was kind of the foundation of the united nations it, it originally started in the united states just read the constitution it's all right there yeah but the human rights the actual the, the concept of human rights was universally look I, I i did google it i i did my research on it and it's something to where you're, you're talking to, i guess we're talking about two different things um, yeah it sounds like we are talking about the actual human rights uh act that was okay uh, one of our presidents created it. it. It was a great idea. So the United Nations got on board with it. Sure. And then from there, uh, countries opted out of it. Um, some countries opted out of it. So that's that's where I'm at when it comes to the concept of human rights. If we're talking about something that comes down to the Constitution and slavery and these type of topics, uh, which, you're, which you're going back from there, we have two different starting points. We're having this conversation. And you're coming from that point of view and I'm coming from this point of view. And um, 
you know, it's two separate starting points. So I guess what would you ideally like to see happen, Paul? I'd be interested to know. I'd, I'd really be interested to know where you're coming from on this instead of trying to use me as stepping off point. What is your What is your take on it? I, I'm actually just trying to understand how, what your view of human rights is. I, what, okay, I'm coming from the starting point of the Act of Human Rights is something that the United States government president uh, created and then it was a doctrine that was utilized in the United Nations and then there are countries that did not get on board with the Act of Human Rights. That's where I'm coming from. Is that, is that Clear I, yeah, I understand. Uh, the the thing that I still wonder about, or that I have questions about, is is why you think that we don't have human rights separate from the government. Why the human? There's a couple things. So if if you're saying that the government is what creates human rights, and you can look to our uh, the rights that were given under the Constitution, or you could look at the one you're talking about with NATO or, or whatever it was. Sorry, I, I don't know exactly which one, but uh, United Nations. So, so. Yeah, sorry, the the United Nations. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, whether or not you're going from either document or the or the other, I, I'm trying to understand if if you think that human rights comes from your government, if it's dictated by your government, why you don't think that that government could change. Our, we have plenty of examples in the world where governments have changed and taken away people's human rights. We also have our own government, which changed to give people equal rights. So like, for instance, the right to vote for women wasn't until I think the 20 whatever amendment, or maybe it was the 18th amendment. Um, I can't remember exactly now that I think about it, but like we've evolved our understanding of human rights and more importantly, not just the understanding of the rights, but the equal application of them okay. as a country. Why we couldn't revert back to that, I'm not sure why you don't think that's possible. And then also, I don't understand why you think that the government is the the, the entity that actually defines our human rights. I'm wondering why you don't think it's the individual. I, I'm wondering why you don't think you actually have human rights, why it's given to you by the government. It's not something that you have, whether your government uh, recognizes it or not. I, I think it's it, it holds as much water as the government does. So I think that there's a lot of things that are created by the government. And I, I feel like the act of human rights is, is a concept that was the origin came from the government. So it much, holds as much water as the government does. So I, I do understand that uh, the government can change. But I, and, and take those rights away. I, I am aware of that concept. I, I also find it because there's an ulterior motive behind some type of uh, transition, whether it be forced or not. And, and the reason why I say I don't think the government would, in fact, uh, eat its own tail in this concept of, of human rights because it could. I just don't think that it's going to in, in the uh, city in which I reside, the United States. I don't think that it has any benefit of. of um, so if it, I, my opinion is created by the government, so there are different areas in the world where the government does uh, take those human rights away, and so by that standard, I feel that it's as it's as valuable and holds as much water in your life as the government does, in which you're under. And the whole concept itself, I just I think it's created by the government. I don't feel that if I was if I was a nomad walking around uh, completely detached from some type of society, I don't feel that I would be um, able to say that I was a part of something. My life was a part of this concept of human rights because I would be off the grid of, of the system which acknowledges human rights, which is a governmental system. So you, you acknowledge that it is possible for the government to take away your human rights. How would you, would you be okay with that if they did? I wouldn't really have a choice. Right, but would you be alright with it? Would you would you be comfortable personally with it? Uh, I don't know. Can't say one way or the other. So if your government
government decided that you are going to be a slave, you don't know how you would feel about that? If the government said that I'm going to be a slave, I'd have to ask you, don't I pay taxes? Yeah, and, and they're saying, no, you're just going to be a slave. That's the way it is. A lot of things I don't agree with. You just got to do it, right? You don't have control on a lot of aspects of the government, right? Which is kind of like a form of slavery. I don't have a choice. I have to do this, right? But would you be okay with that is what I'm asking. Is, is that something that you would be like, well, I don't have the right to say no or whatever. I don't have the right to, I don't have any rights because they've taken them away and that's just, a, that's okay. All right with it so far. I see that there's other things that uh, the system does do. So yeah, I guess I, I'm okay with that. Okay. That's all I wanted to ask. It's it's just a it's a very unique position. I've never heard of anybody that doesn't in some way recognize their own human rights. Yeah, I recognize that I have rights in some things, and I and I don't have rights in others. No, the the way you're describing it is that you don't have rights that they're given to you by the government, and if they were taken away, then that would be that would be it. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, um, I, I mean, what's my position on human rights, or what's my position as a reaction to your position? <laughs> I'm not sure what you're asking. Sorry. Uh, what's your what without a reaction to mine because I think I think you've you know you've said it. But what's your position on human rights? I agree with the forefathers that we have inalienable rights that can neither be taken away nor given. That they're they're ours to claim and that we have a validity in in claiming them. So, for instance, one would be the right to free speech. Um, you know, the other would be the right to. <clears throat> Um, freedom to believe whatever we want, as in religious, um, the right to be free from religion, the right to a fair trial, um, that our, our, you know, personal rights, our right to, to having control over our own body, um, that we, we shouldn't be made to do things that we don't want to do, especially if they're, um, especially if these actions have no bearing on other people. So obviously if, you know, if I'm a psychopath and I want to go out and kill other people, I can't be allowed to do that because that that infringes on other people's right to life and I have a right to my own life. I have a right to take my own life or to live my own life. And anybody that and, and everybody has those rights. Everybody has that as, like I said, inalienable. I, I agree with that in the in the, in the the Constitution. Fire. And it's just, I don't know, I've just, I've never heard any, that's such a unique position to take. I've never, that's a that's right by fiat, which is a very interesting position to take. I wonder in practice how you would feel like if, if all of a sudden the governor of Minnesota said you're going to be we've decided that you're part of the class of people that are going to be taken their rights are going to be stripped away and you're going to have to do what we tell you now or you know live a life the way we want you to live it and you're not free to do what you want I wonder how that would if that would change your mind or how that would change you but yeah I, it would be interesting man like like I said it holds as much water in my opinion as the government itself you know what I mean so if that did get that, if that did happen I, I would definitely be like oh there's that fucking government going again they, uh, they set the framing and then they change it when they wanna. They do what they wanna do, and um, it's 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 definitely. I respect the government to the point where I feel that it just, it, it's uh, something that has positives and then it also has five negatives. That's where I'm at. And because I, I have a, a real difficult time digesting what is being said on paper, then actually I feel like there's a lot of inconsistencies when it comes to the practice of it. Um, because there's a lot of opportunity for corrupting the government for whatever way the weather is going, whichever way the tide is going. And I acknowledge it as such an entity. And I do also recognize the fact that kind of like uh, my opinion it's like a family member you don't get to choose it um, I feel that there are some things that you can but then there's obviously there's there's, a, there's another part where you're like 
All right, so, you know, slavery is abolished, but then we're at war, so I create camps for, you know, people who are Asian. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's these things that occur where I'm just like, I don't, can't not acknowledge the hypocrisy which can come about within such a system, so. But if the, by your logic, if the government says that we should enslave Asians based on being in a war with Asia, that's that, that's, that that is okay, that there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like that's what it does. Not question that. In my opinion, it's not, it's not okay. It's not uh, something that's okay. Why isn't it okay? The government said it was okay, and they're the ones that give you your rights. That's what the government does. I don't think that it's something where you can even acknowledge and be like, that's right or that's wrong. I, I, I look at the government as something where it's just like, nah, you're not going to find you're not going to find one way or the other with this thing. It's got uh, got too many sides to it. It's that's strange. I, I respect the government basically out of fear of it. That's that's where I go with it. I don't look at it as an empowering system. I look at it as something that's going this thing as you know it's kind of like uh if you're i guess if you're if you're locked in a cage with a giant bear <laughs> I, I that's how i look at the government like when it's uh leaving me alone I'm good you know when it comes around and whoop my ass uh, i don't get to pull out a piece of paper and say all right bear here's the terms that we agreed with the act of the bear kicking my ass you're like uh, that basically describes the government <laughs> I think I think the thing that's most interesting about this though is you don't you don't even seem to like you don't you're trying to convince me that you don't have an opinion as to whether enslaving or locking up Asians in a concentration camp or whatever your example was that you don't have an opinion on whether you think that's right or wrong because it's because I didn't I didn't do anything with it I didn't do anything to why do you why do you have to be an actor in the act in order for you to say whether or not you think it's right or wrong. Because when I'm when I'm asked the question whether it's right or wrong, it basically means just acknowledging I didn't I didn't have anything to do with that. No, that was the government. Yeah, that's just that's that's just so bizarre to me. So like, you cannot make any judgment call on on whether something's right or wrong if you are not involved in it. With with this with this topic, yeah. Well, how's it different with any topic? If you're claiming that that so it's like there's a special pleading just for the government. Yeah, I think they make their own rules. Yeah. Yeah, but your opinion about their rule is is you don't even have like you don't even think you can have one or you have one because you didn't you weren't involved so you literally have no opinion you're you're like I don't I don't have an opinion I don't see the value in my in, in having an opinion with it yeah so I, I stray away from it I look at it and I go what they did is they changed the rules as government does and they did what they wanted to do and I you know me personally I don't do that government does so why would I put why would I hold any value as far as these doctors did it by said system of the government. Uh, it's just it's just a strange I've never heard anything like it as far as a position. So you have no opinion whether or not what the government is doing is is good or bad or correct or incorrect or true or false. Yet you you have opinions about other things, I know because you share them with me. It's just it's yeah. I've never heard anything like it before. It's it's interesting. Yeah. I well, I hope it's interesting in a good way, man. I I don't know what to. Well, it, it leads to a lot of other questions that I'm not going to explore here, but it's it's uh I don't know it's I don't know if it's good or bad. Like uh, to be honest with you, I mean, my first instinct is to reject it just because it's like it doesn't really it contradicts itself, so it doesn't really make that much sense. But sure. and, and I don't know. I'll just say that it's 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 unique. I've never never heard anybody suggest anything like that before. That is just interesting, especially when it comes to human rights. It seems. Like 
like a lot of people have this idea that, you know, I have my right and that's irrespective of whatever, you know, whoever thinks that I do or don't. I know I have these rights. So like if you if you took it, if you distilled it down to an example where you've got, you know, let's say a family that has one child enslaved in the basement. Okay. You could say that that family is the government. As far as that kid in the basement is concerned, it is the government. It's the only, you know, it's the only thing controlling that kid's life. Does that kid have any right to not be in that basement and to do whatever it wants to do? Or to, you know, does it have a right to its own life? Does it have a right to to speak out? Does it have a right to dissent? Does it have a right to have a say in in how how its life goes? Or because it finds itself in this situation where its quote-unquote government doesn't doesn't actually give it rights, right. that that somehow justifies what the government is doing and that they can just go down there and beat it or rape it or, or whatever they want to do to it because it doesn't have any rights. That is just a, I see that as a following your logic, that is a very real conclusion that you could come to based on what you've said so far. Yeah. And then yeah. not, only, not only that, but if you personally came to find out that this family existed, that you didn't have anything to say, that you wouldn't have an opinion about how they treated that that person in the basement. I guess I guess where where I would come from is just acknowledging the the, the circumstance of that environment. I would I would I would say that kid never had any rights, and that as much as that sucks. That kid had no fucking rights whatsoever in that system. And and what's weird is you don't have an opinion about that. I mean, you said that sucks, but you've also divorced yourself from from being able to judge that as either good or bad. Yeah, because I, I didn't I didn't have anything to do with it. Like I acknowledge the fact that those things exist. Well, of course, I'm acknowledging the fact that they exist too. But I can make a, a claim and say, well, that's wrong, and I can say why it's wrong. Right. And I'm, and I'm looking at it as how did that happen? Was because that kid didn't have it. So it's if I well, believe, that kid. I I would argue that the kid does have rights and that the people that decided to keep it in the basement did not uphold those rights. Sure. Okay, so there you have an interesting thought experiment, an interesting mind walk. We kind of got into it a little bit. Um, there was some back and forth, and uh, I- I'm not going to comment too much on the conclusion. I want you to kind of draw your own conclusion. I think I stated in that clip kind of how I feel about it, and I could elaborate on it now, but I think I'll wait uh, for a later date. And when I tackle human rights specifically, I think I'll wait for then to really elaborate more on my position. But from what you've heard, you can get an interesting perspective on how different people think about things. Now, to be very clear, Minnesota is uh, a pretty moral guy. Now, I'm a part of his in-group, right? So I'm a part of his tribe. And so he treats me very, very well. To give you an example, one time he brought me a sandwich at the airport. <laughs> like I was uh, like holding over there for some reason and it was in his town and he just brought me a sandwich. Like we, we weren't scheduled to hang out or whatever, but he just brought me a sandwich. I wasn't even really there for more than a half hour. Very nice thing to do. This is, this is how interesting, I think, people can be. It just gives you an idea of the different variety that people can bring to these conversations. Ear seduction.